Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 265 of the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This is an X-Men episode that I'm joined by my man, Reuben, as we go through Sword number two, the tie to King in Black, and also Marauders number 17. That's just Marauders. Number 17 deals with more repercussions of Kate Pride's killing and then return, you know, with Sebastian and... All of that. But before we get into that, let me tell you a little bit about us and where you can find us. You can go over to Twitter and look under WS Marvel Comics. If you go there, we will follow you back. If you follow us, you can go to our website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, where we have news, previews, and reviews for most of the books that come out each week. You could also go to our Patreon account. That is patreon.com slash weirdscience where we have a plethora of content there. One of the big things each week is if you go and sign up, you can listen to our Patreon-only Spotlight episode. It's pretty much a an episode of a podcast all in, in itself. It's about an hour long, usually dealing with two books picked by the badass level of the Get Fresh Crew Beep Boop, and that is the level on the Patreon itself. And they get to pick which books. We feature, and last week, they ended up picking Iron Fist and Maestro, Iron Fist, Heart of the Dragon, number one, and Maestro, Warren Pax, number one. And this week, the poll is going as we speak. And if it ended right now, we would actually be talking about King and Black, Namor, number three, and Werewolf by Night, number four, a book that they keep picking because they want to hear Brandon lose his mind. But that is for that. Now, just as a little aside, letting everybody know that may not know, uh, I told everybody on the DC Comics podcast this, I have tested positive for COVID. I have COVID right now. It's hitting me pretty hard. I am struggling. And because of that, uh, that is really why this podcast that you're listening to now is the one from last week's books we were planning on releasing this one early and then doing the books that came out this past week here but because of this covid and and all that we're going to put this one here we're going to be a week behind for a bit i do not plan on anything else being delayed i still think we're going to have all the podcasts i'll be on all of them all that stuff it's just that i get tired very quickly And I am struggling, and at points I find it hard to breathe, which kind of does interrupt the podcasting. But like I said, I don't plan on it being any sort of excuse or any delays happening. I just want everybody to know, first off, so you feel bad for me because I love that. But also I want everybody to know so that in case there are some delays, uh, you will know why. But I don't plan on that, like I said. But with that... We're going to go off to 
Mia and Ruben talking about Sword and Marauders right about now. All right, and here I am with Ruben. Hey, Ruben. Hey, Jim. Hey, we're here to do a catch-up deal. Uh, we're going to deal with Sword and possibly Marauders. Marauders will be pretty quick. I think both of these will be pretty quick as a catch-up deal. But I'm going to lean on you for some Sword stuff because without a connection to the book or any of these characters... Uh, I ended up being very bored by this issue. Now, it is a King in Black tie-in, but it's one of those. I think that uh, Al Ewing does a decent enough job that if you're not doing anything with the King in Black, you can still go into this, and it is a sword-type deal. It is a you know universal galactic trouble deal came from space, and I've been saying that I wanted to see what was going on with you know anybody in space, what they are thinking, and I, I don't mind that. And you get you actually get some things in here that set up some rules for the main King and Black stuff. That So the things, it's funny because you're here for S.W.O.R.D. I'm kind of here for King and Black, even though I roll my eyes that a second issue of a series is tying into that. It's kind of weird, but it does fit. It does fit the team. It does fit the book. It's just very quick for people, especially somebody who isn't reading King and Black like yourself yeah. to get and thrown to, in here. I definitely have to give you the props you you nailed the clink came back reference in issue one and i was like oh okay so kudos on that so there <laughs> take that people <laughs> everybody yelling but we'll go this is sword number two written by al ewing uh art by valerio skiddy i've been told it's it's spelled though he threw some shade at me online on twitter so maybe i'll just go with shitty anyway colors by martia gracia and letters by vcs ariana Mayor, uh, did you know that that Val, uh, Val- <laughs> Valerio, I can't even say his first name now, Valerio Shitty, ended up uh, throwing shade at me. Right, Robin, were you aware of that? He did. Pretty much everyone in this industry is throwing shade at you at some it point. It seems, so. but not usually on the Marvel <laughs> side. The Marvel okay. side is usually a little They're more catching clear. Up. They're catching yeah, up. They are. <laughs> I, I had the, uh, the gall to say that I didn't really love Empire. And then he pretty much told me that I don't know anything. So I said, yeah. well, I, I guess there, pal. Yeah, in a point. stunning display, I was <laughs> like, whatever. In a stunning display of crisis management, Earth's human heroes, despite advanced warning of the threat and the assistance of both the X-Men and the Quiet Council, have been unable to prevent null symbiote god of the void from establishing dominion over the planet. All communication with Earth has now been lost. Sword is attempting to clean up that mess. And it would be funny where there's people who are mad about this being the, a second issue and it ties in the null. But then the wraparound, King of Black, the wraparound is they end up solving everything and win the day. So then you'll have Donny Cates and everybody and Al Ewing like, well, you're mad, but your book ended up winning the day. So you should be happy. And the thing is, with you're one of the few who have been able to avoid King and Black because everybody's getting their books taken over by this King and Black nonsense. There's over 50 yeah. tie-ins. It's I live too in many. the X universe, yeah, and now it's finally infected our universe, too. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> and and with that, you have gotten looks at Krakoa a little through video screens and stuff like that. They have gotten a hold of Xavier and stuff because, again, if you're on Earth, you can still communicate. But there is that symbiote goo cocoon where you end up you end up here. They go back to the calling it the Clintar and, and all that with Al Ewing being fancy. But what I do like about this some of the things that I have complained about, I've complained that where's all these space entities. It's it's very similar to when you end up having something at DC and the world's going and, and you don't see any Green Lanterns involved. You're like, well, they're supposed to be in charge of guarding all this. Not that S.W.O.R.D. is that, but they are out there 
So what were they doing when Noel and the dragons came by? And I think that Al Ewing does a good job of showing us what's going on outside of Earth. Also actually showing us there's still some dragons out there as well. That actually is something that I like to see because that also shows you why some people aren't trying or maybe they're detained because of these dragons and they're kind of shooting them down and things. But what else he does, and it's something that's weird that I'm telling you, I've read most of the tie-ins, most, but the main book, I, I think I haven't read the last Union issue and like uh that something else like savage avengers or something like that but this actually gives me something i've been missing is the idea of how is this cocoon around the earth affecting the weather and and affecting things and you see that here you have pretty much a symbiote nuclear winter type deal just there's no sun. yeah i thought that was interesting and cool yeah and they haven't really spelled that out much and and no that was the first thing he did so you end up having a lot of stuff in the main King and Black book, especially, and even Venom. They're they're taking place indoors a lot. They're taking the Venom book now is pretty much of the mind in the hive mind of this thing with Eddie, who's seemingly dead, things like that. So we haven't really gotten to see that. So I did like that. So I'm like, okay, and I, I like how we end and begin because it does look like Cable, Kid Cable, has been taken over by a symbiote. You end up having, and it's it's very reminiscent of almost like the Darkest Nights. And the Batman who laughs, you know, getting all these different versions of Batman. Well, we're seeing a bunch of symbiote versions of characters. Cap got taken over in the main book. He just got freed in the issue this week. But is still, Newell, is Newell um, vulnerable to Sonic's like symbiotes? No, he, he's are. like one of these things that he's he's a god. He can really okay. withstand almost anything. The problem I have with the King and Black deal is that. He's so overpowered now, and they keep up in the end. I mean, he just pretty much smacked Thor around and then stabbed him in the back with the all-black sword. And so you end up where, you know, what's going to defeat No? What's going to be going? And I still think that if you people who are reading the King and Black stuff, that it will just be Dylan. So when that is, it just, I don't know this is true, but with that in mind, it, it tends to make some of these other books not matter much. Like, I just want to get to the end and get to what's gonna going be that, on. It's going to be that pyramid thing that they found. In yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see whatever's going on. Yeah, really. It maybe, maybe that will get involved. That would be a cool little call out to get that deal going. But with Sword, it's 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 a cool deal to to see what's going on and some of the things them trying to get communication. Right away, I thought to myself, well, do the Krakoan gates work? Because they should. And with that, you have some things going on on the side here because you do have gates that aren't on Earth. You have one on the moon. You have one in the summer's retreat, their house. So you could actually start working a, you know, let's get the heck out of here plan for the, the Krakoans and things like that to go out with all that. And and they even have one. I think they set one up in Shire space as well. So they, they end up having these around. That I, I'm, the yeah. So I'm wondering why that's not more played out yet, that there are these. And I think that maybe that gives an easy out for some things. But even if you got some of the mutant kids, the children, like show them going off to, to live at the summer's house. No more drinking and passing out. On the couches there, like they they keep doing it. So you get, but still. That might be where they go with this, but at least from my uninformed perspective, it seems like Brandon Sword don't really know what's really going on. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying with I'm saying with with Xavier and them. They seem to to be acting now. 
with that, they're going to try to fight back eventually, but they weren't going to. This almost ended up seeming like they were going to be Sweden at first, and we're not going to get involved. But now with this, that's actually a big thing in my mind with this, too, because Null's taking it to Krakoa. Uh, and I think that the thought with Xavier Magneto and all them might have just been, well, we're kind of safe here. You know, you can, but then it's a, it's a weird deal with all that, but they're safe, but you're not safe when you can end up taking over a mutant, a symbiote deal. Like it seems that kid cable has been taken over, but yeah, you go up to the sword deal and you get a lot of the machinations again of this team. Uh, everybody kind of talking with each other. I'm not getting exactly what I want. I'm not getting full out like, Oh man, that's my favorite character. Things like that because the idea that we end up having just these characters kind of thrown at me and I don't have much connection. I mean, I, I can sit there and say I'm kind of like Mantello because I'm always on the can. I do like to read while I'm there and there's some humor to it and, and whatnot. But the big thing is to you keep getting the idea. Okay. Abigail Branch, she's going to be trying to twist and turn things. She's not exactly on the side of the mutant. She's going to, so she has all the plans. And with that, they do have to get back down to Krakoa to kind of figure things out, to do things. But also, you get the idea this is also Abigail, first off, trying to figure out a plan to go forward, maybe figure out some things, how this works out. But also, the big thing is they're going to go and get the five. They're going to grab the five and take them out of there in the think tank. Uh, though I wonder, I guess, and that's the thing too. You end up having this crack Cohen gate that's so big that the tank goes through. I'm like, these things are huge, but yeah, they're just going to get the five and go out. And that, that's a big deal. I mean, and, and with that too, Krakoa has attacked. The dragons are there. And I was even going to say, you can still kind of get to Krakoa through air and whatnot. You just kind of get, you know, attacked and things, but they're there. But by the end, again, the five and also, the deal where Noel comes through the gate and it's the Noel, it's the symbiote taken over Kid Cable. And so you end up having this huge thing where, oh, my God, Noel came through. And then when you look, you're like, oh, my God, it's Cable. So Cable's taken over and that's pretty big. Um, but that's kind of my synopsis. Uh, you give me your inside info of it as well. You pretty much covered everything. But but essentially, we don't really see anything uh, any sort of character development for the team, which is unfortunate. And I agree with you that Ewing is pretty much just saying, here are these characters, you need to know who they are and what their powers are and their personalities. But what I know, from what I know of those characters, they do seem to be acting pretty accurately. So it's, it's kind of fun. And I think I'm bringing more to these issues than, than you are, which is maybe why I'm a little more positive on it. I mean, we see Sunfire and Krakoa, and you know, we see Fabian powering him up, and it's kind yeah, of a I cool like combination. That. I mean, I like that. There's... Once you got to Krakoa, I kind of got involved a little more because now we're getting some mutants that I know, and you have the deal with with Fabian and even Magneto. Like, oh, here we go again, and stuff like that. Even yeah. though I'm not really getting the reference because I, I'm not a lifelong X fan, but I'm at least getting some characters with that and seeing Krakow under attack. Yeah, and these power-up characters, they've had stories in the past where people have gotten kind of addicted to being juiced, having their mutant powers juiced by these characters, and so there's a little bit of like, hey, that's cool, but also, you know, a little caution. Yeah, and I like they even spell that out. And it's like, no, 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 I didn't go that far. You know, yeah, the craving's a little down, so I did like that. Yeah, and the art's great, right? You have to admit that these some of these 
fight scenes. Oh, yeah. The, cool it all looks great. And and like I said, I like seeing that Kreko. And you have the scroll there, too, as an outside deal where they take the s- scroll down and like, hey, uh, and yep. it's like, I always wanted to come to this Krakoa, but man, I thought it was going to be a little better because it's snow and stuff like yeah. that with the idea of that. Uh, and I even like the idea by the point where you, you do have the big power up and Sunfire, they're like, listen, Null's taking the sun from us. Why don't you make it shine? And, what, and I like that. I do like, and I like you see, when he gets that power up, he is all into it. I mean, he's like, you know, give me more of that juice, baby. And then when yep. he goes, I mean, he is so powered up. And then with that, you even get, you know, the side deals when you have, I mean, he's like, I know, uh, you know, in mentality, even like it, I know I'm not the first choice of you. And there's even things with, you know, let's watch out for this Cortez. This guy ends up doing some crazy things and stuff. And I, I like those asides in this. But the big yeah. thing, like I said, for the Xbox is the five. And they're kind of yep. bitching and moaning anyway. They, you know, they seem very bored. You know, yeah. eh, we're here doing this. We're under attack, but we can't get involved. And they can't. And I'm actually, there's where I think that there's a little thing where is xavier are they all just so distracted because i'm telling you when you get a world attack you might want to get these guys and gals off planet you might want to hide somewhere these are the most important five characters that you have especially when you could say well there's this thing and and what and what's going to go on with do they have any way to get kid cable because he's a symbiote now now, Dylan can solve that problem, but Dylan's not here, and Dylan has no connection to them, really. So how do you get a mutant who's now taken over by a symbiote? How are you going to end up, you know, stopping this? And and fully in control by Noel. When he comes through that gate, he's Noel's talking through him and all that. He is now part of the hive mind and all. So besides just the point of maybe defeating Noel and getting all that, uh, can the five do something with that as well? I don't know. I mean, you could just kill Cable. I mean, that's probably the, the deal. Kill him and then just resurrect him. But you know, that kind of sucks, especially now you're going to have a, an opportunity through this in a clever way. If they expand it, it's more of a sword book, but you can expand it where you can get some mutant against mutant action, which we haven't seen because everybody's loving each other on the hippie island of Krakoa. So, yeah, you, and you, I want to see what, what Xavier says with this plan or his protocol five, because I'm pretty sure he didn't say, hey, if this happens, come save the five i think she just basically was like hey go get them and put them somewhere i actually like the idea too where you know you have abigail and she's got mentel and like hey uh, i got this plan i'm gonna lower my defenses a little so you can just read my mind it's like she's so like i don't even want to say it you just read it and see and he's like oh well, my she's god she's got plans upon plans yeah, that's yeah. The, that's i'm the just saying she I've could maybe just say it like hey here's the plan but you don't want to know that's because you want to have it be the cliffhanger so it's a it's a cool little deal or up to the cliffhanger and so i like the idea when she also tends not to let her team know what's going on so she's always got like machinations upon machinations so i don't think she wanted anyone else to know what was going on nobody else is in that room and if anybody's going to find out, Mentella can just go and tell people. But still, he, <laughs> I, guess that's right. I just like it. <laughs> I think it's all because of the for the the trash talk deal of you can't be serious. Well, I thought it, didn't I? I'm like, all right, I get it. But yeah, it's just to show their abilities and also to show, I think, where Al Ewing is giving you, you know, setup and and little bits. I think that's to show that people can't 
go and read Abigail's mind unless she wants them to as well. So that that's well played out. But yeah, he goes off. Like I said, I like the idea that the tank is called the think tank. That made me giggle. <laughs> Yeah, but they, they end up, and again, really, the, the two big things that you take from this, the one big thing is a very big X thing, the five. They're, they might be taken yeah. away there, but the big King and Black thing, really, because really, King and Black and all that, you know, the five, okay, whatever, but the King and Black deal is to have that. If a symbiote ends up, you know, an X-Men, a mutant becomes infected by the symbiote, they can still use the gates. They can come okay, right yeah. through the gates and... You have Kid Cable, and we'll see how many more are involved as well. Um, but Brand is also trying to broker some mutants uh, piece with the crease roll, which is another interesting thing. Yeah, I actually thought that was pretty good. With the when uh, the the problem is it goes a little wrong, but it shouldn't because they're basically, hey, let's show this the scroll that we're actually fighting the good fight, trying to trying to be yeah. good guys. Uh, and then even the scroll says, yeah, that'd be pretty good because, you know, the Kree scrolls, they're not real down with you mutants. Uh, so let's go. And yeah. when they end up going, oh, hell's broken loose on Krakoa, which almost seems like, okay, that's to the plan. You want to show the scroll. Fa- but then again, I'm thinking the scrolls like sending text messages. They cannot <laughs> keep their own house in order. Send. And yeah. that's it. But, uh, no, I, I did, I did like this for the King and Black stuff. Like I said, the, I did, the sword stuff. I realized. The relationship between uh, Hulkling and uh, Wanda also. I guess Wanda is the mother of, uh, I forget who his husband is, but. Wiccan. Wiccan, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I didn't realize that. And so obviously in all these X issues, like the mutants are so down on Wanda all oh, the time. Oh, they don't right? want they're anything to the do with it. tender, like, you know, they're, everyone's talking trash. So there's some issues, right? Like you could see the Kree scroll being like, okay, until you get good with my mom, like we're not going to be buddies. So I think they need some work. And then they go off and watch WandaVision and get confused as hell. Isn't that what happens? That's what happens. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that. <laughs> I got to watch the third episode. Too. I actually like it. I actually like, it. I was actually thinking of doing a podcast with it. I'm tired right now. So I'm not going to, I yeah. may, I'm going to try, but we'll, we'll see. But yeah. So with that, you go through the skin. If, if you ask me, like, hey, what do you think of WizKid? I'm like, I don't know. I see him. He's yep. shooting some dragons here. Okay, what do you think of Frenzy? What do you think of Random? I'm not getting much, but here's the thing. I will concede the fact that the King and Black stuff, I do know. So you're here for the sword stuff. Okay, you're learning yep. a little King and Black. I'm here. Yep. For both, because we talk about it. But really, I know the stuff King and Black. Okay, I see the symbiote i see you know no me and you are talking about, i'm like that's definitely yeah. kid cable we're getting so maybe by the end of this because there's a bunch of issues this made me a little interested in king and black i have to admit that like if you were to tell me you can just read you know the core miniseries you'll get enough of it you can I, I you, check here's it out. the thing if I would, you really want to know for 50 issues no but... no what what i have said here i'll give you my rundown right now Number one, you'd read the main book, obviously, the King and Black yeah. book, though. It, it tends to not be giving me as much as I want. I, but still, uh, also, probably read Venom, but that's a good book anyway. And then there's some random tie-ins that I think are fun, but you don't need. I like the Black Cat tie-in. I, I really like it because I love the Jed McKay Black Cat book, and this is continuing that and started up again. Almost like it's funny, too, because people are losing their mind. The second issue of Sword is a King Black tie-in. Well, we also have Black Cat that only came back to start as a tie-in. And I didn't hear that many people upset because I was happy that it was back. But you can go with that where it's just Black Cat trying to save Doctor Strange. 
And there's some fun tie-ins, uh, but you don't need them. You don't need them. So I would say just read the regular King and Black book and you'll get enough of what's going on because the big, the big, you know, set pieces, the big points here are all going to be from that. Noel took over. He's put the the earth in a cocoon and all that. I'm telling you, you should go read. There's only three issues so far. You go read them. You'll probably say, yeah, I kind of got all that from that one issue of Sword <laughs> because they kind of spell out most of the yeah. big stuff because the, the heroes, yeah. even the idea of, oh, the heroes, they'll take care of it. Yeah, they may not. You'll get that because they're they're struggling and not doing much with the big picture. So this actually does more of a big picture thing. And what I was saying is, Maybe this is my end. Maybe in a weird deal. I was already reading this. We're already talking about on the podcast. So this isn't like Marvel sitting there, you know, rubbing their hands and counting the money saying, oh, my God, we'll get these people who aren't reading King of Black to go to sword. I'm already reading both. But maybe this is my backdoor way to learn these characters in a event setting that i understand instead of you know them having a a pyramid they're off doing this because it does look like al ewing is going to you know do some deep dive and do some references and things like that from the past like five pages of excelsior and whatever other one word jargon they had an issue on we're yeah yeah really i'm also saying right now that i'd rather see them in the sword station being attacked by null dragons than go back to other world I don't need that crap anymore. And and also, <laughs> by the way, this is also in my mind better than seeing a whole team of X Factor sitting around yapping. That's all they do. They sit and yap. And, and I, like, that's the thing. There's a lot of yapping in this, but I don't know the characters, but at least I got something. I'm like, oh my God, X Factor people love that book so much. And I sit there and my eyes start bleeding from, from <laughs> just reading. That's this much back and forth dialogue of just nonsense. So that's fine. That's my stance on that. I get a lot of hate for that. See, it is started. The Marvel hate has started. So just bring it on. But that's just not for me. It's funny. Back in the day, people were like, oh, that Fallen Angels is so bad. I start reading that. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty bad. I'm going to drop it. And then I'm yelled by Stork. You can't drop. <laughs> so I, I read all of that. And now I want to just never read x again. But maybe it'll get better. Overall, it's going to pay off. It's going to pay off. Man, really? Wait till that. Wait till that's big and hell. It's it's gonna pay off. <laughs> it's gonna pay off with a nickel. This I need more than that payoff. But uh, what yeah. would you give this? Uh, I give it a seven. I'm gonna I, give I it a six. It fun enough, and I'm interested in the next issue. And the character designs were cool. And I mean, it's it's fluff, right? But I, I had fun with it. I'll give I'll give you this. You have a, a, a series that I don't know if Al Ewing's like really. I they're like, listen, if we're gonna let you do that Empire story, you're gonna have to also tie into this. He's like, all right. So he's tying into this. Maybe he likes it. Maybe he doesn't. But he he does a good job with it. He does take it seriously. This isn't you know just it, there is some fluff to it. There's a and the fluff what you're saying I think is just. The talking back and forth with the team and kind of getting that. And, oh, my God, you're taking a poop and all this to try to endear you to the team, try to give you a little. I'm not getting enough character bits, though, that I can say, like, oh, my God, like, WizKid's my favorite or, you know. And usually books yeah. like this, I will grab on to a character right away that I can at least say, okay. And and right now, it probably, I don't know, Mentello is too not great. You know what I mean? I, I don't I feel dirty thinking that he'd be yeah. my favorite character in this. I mean, I guess Abigail would have to be, but even then I'm not that into it. So I need something to grab me. 
And you know, Ewing does enough here to make a, a neat little story to get to Krakow and stuff. That can the scroll be my favorite? Is that my favorite member <laughs> here? Did that be the the emissary of the? pre-scroll deal or actually yeah. you know what my favorite character in this book is definitely symbiotic kid cable and that's not that's right that's not right yeah. that would have to be he looks cool he, he, he looks look cool. crazy uh so you got that but we're gonna go off to the next book which is and has been one of my favorite books in the x line and it's because these are characters that i know this is always going to be the trend until i kind of get involved with the book enough um, but this issue's a lot of nothing, and it's continuing yeah. that deal that me and you have had where you just got done the Ten of Swords. This is setting up a lot of cool stuff and getting all on board and all that, and this issue kind of just takes a step back. It's like MC Scat Cats, two steps forward, two steps back here, because we're just going to still deal a bit with who was involved with the killing of Kate Pride and what they did with that. Though once they get to Marjorie I actually do like that uh but the big thing really is to get callisto her powers set fully back you know you're gonna have the whole gauntlet thing there but even then it's just it's too too long like there's only like five pages of story in my mind for this and you extend it out because with the whole deal with callisto going to talk to storm and like hey i want you to come now we've gone like eh, i don't know yeah you could why don't you get logan now nah, i carry blades but i don't like being stabbed all right and then she just shows up and does it I'm like, all right. It was disappointing. It it was really disappointing because one thing we applauded was how quickly they they ramped up to this, let's deal with Sebastian and Kate, right? And so we were like, wow, okay, we thought that was going to be, you know, the next 14 issues of, you know, implementing their plan. And so I thought we were done. I thought, okay, we're moving forward. They've confronted each other. Let's see what's next. And this very much was like, it's it's like this issue could have came first, right? It it could up to it. Yeah. You like this book because of the machinations, Hellfire Club, all that stuff, and yeah. who's this, who's that? What? And so when you get this, you, you at least think that there's going to be a lot more of that. There's a teeny little bit, but it's yeah. it's like surface level. It, 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 there's nothing yeah. here that you're like, oh, man, that's so clever. Or, oh, man, they're doing that. It just kind of goes to get a couple things done, almost like an inventory type deal. Well, we have to get, you know – this whole deal set up where there can be meeting places that are hidden. We're going to have to go back and uh, have Kate go to Marjorie first, thank the, you know, the people that ended up taking care of Lockheed, which I thought was the thing. I'm like, really? At least it, it went more than that because of the Verendi's, yeah. the Verendi house deal and, and that whole. And so this is, I think, one of your standard complaints, right? Asking questions that you didn't really care to have asked. Like I had no concerned with like was shinobi in on it right like did anyone think he was so we spent like i don't know how many pages but a bunch of pages like investigating was he in the know and and you know what's weird about this the weirdest thing about it is is that not only did we not ask if shinobi's involved we know christian's involved and we want to see what the hell happens to him I mean, he yeah. was involved. Shaw went to him. So they're just like, nope, Shinobi. I guess the the play is, uh, I would never think that, or it'll be, we always knew. But yeah, you spend yeah. a lot of time with Shinobi to find out that he's not involved. And like you said, I never thought he was and never asked about that. But yeah, so you're going to get this issue where Callisto, she doesn't have her full power, said she's going to get it back in the gauntlet deal. I'm telling you. I forgot all about the, the gauntlet thing. I, 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 you know, the crucible. I actually forgot all about it until this popped up. I'm like, oh, yeah, 
Yeah, I remember. So you have that, and she's trying to get the person who she wants to die from. And I, I think that's kind of a neat little deal, but not neat enough to, to be one of the major points. And she does go through this. Here's one of my questions. So uh, Callisto, one of her things is she was a model. And then when her mutant powers reveal themselves, she was, like, abused and scarred and messed up. When she comes back from the gauntlet, is she going to be all messed up? Or are they gonna, like, are they going to disfigure her just to... I, I think they will. So just she... so they have... She's on brand. I guess. Yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking now. They come out. They Well, no. They, they, she still has the eye patch. Yes. She's like, still, why is she wearing the eye patch? She still likes that, I guess. That That's her fashion look, accessory. right? She realizes then they're like, man, I thought that would fix it. And she like opens it up and she's got a regular eye. She says, I'm just like, if I take the eye patch off, I'm going to fall over. I, I can't get my balance. Yeah. With so, yeah, you have that. It's such a weird deal that you say that because that is her look, though. But, yeah, you just you have that going on. And, yeah, the, the stuff at the end is, again, when you get the, the Verendi house and the Verendi's there and you have all that where Kate, that's what the letter was, where you have, where's Kate? You know, oh, well, she's off in Marge, of course, she's delivering a letter. And you think that it's because of Lockheed. Oh, here you go. The letter is actually just a symbolic deal. Here's a lot of cash. But this then involves, well, why were the, the SWAT team here trying to crack heads? Oh, well, they're going to try to burn down this whole area. They're going to build things. And that leads to the Verendi. Like, hey, uh, don't turn this into Dubai. And I'm telling you, this political stuff, that's hardly, but I'm not interested in it. But then when you yeah. do have, that the Verendi and all the, the people there, they are told to uh, meet up with Shaw and meet up with the whole deal with the Hellfire Club. That's interesting. And that's going to be, you know, the yeah. machinations and stuff and the under it. That's what I want to see. But you use that at the end. And it just is like, really? Like, why did we deal with a lot of this other stuff? And then get to that at the end because you're just like I said, it seems like you're just putting things in order. You know, I made the joke about the, you know, the mutants not having their house in order when they're being attacked by, uh, you know, Nolan stuff and sword. But this is the, you know, Marauders book where we got to get things in line. We got to get things in order. Well, let's go. So we have this, you know, secret meeting place deal. We're going to get the rent. All this going close to she has her powers just to get to later. And it was a down issue. It was a down issue to read. I, I didn't. I didn't hate it like the way that I was like, oh, my God, I can't get through it. I just got bored overall and more bored by the end, just saying, yeah, that's it. That's what we got. Really? Like you said at the beginning, I'm like, Shinobi, I actually had to start like that's the worst. Like you say, it's the question nobody asked. I'm sitting there reading. And I'm like, wait a second. Do I not remember something? Did we see? It? And then when they're like, nope, he's <laughs> yeah. not involved. I'm like, no, no, no. I didn't see crap. And that's what they're telling me. I guess maybe they're they're afraid. That it's been so long that you would necessarily think that Shinobi would be involved because he's, you know, Sebastian's son. And maybe you yeah. got it mixed up. And that's why he's sitting with Christian right there. And then they scan. Is that the play? Or is it supposed to be like, oh, you dummies, you didn't know? Or do they know? I don't know. But really, we it's have weird. dealt with Sebastian. He's in the wheelchair, which we, we like to see. He's kind of jumped back and forth with this in certain books at points. But he's there, and I love the idea that Emma's the one taking him around, too. That makes me yeah. giggle. And she's got her and liquor got in the side of yeah. the flash she's grabbing. Yeah. And, and even with that, this, this lighthouse guy, he is um, giving the deal where he wants the liquor and Emma's just like fine, but and it's it's Sebastian's. That's his big thing, and yeah. she's just giving yeah. it away. That's funny. 
Uh, but I'm, I want to get on with that. I don't really need to know more of who was involved. We know Christian was involved. That could come. But I don't need to have a full-out investigation when we've already dealt with Sebastian. I want to see the repercussions of that is my main and thing. I like seeing this this new Hellfire secret base. We saw it created in, uh, was it Giant Size X-Men something or other? So that was cool. Um, but it just felt very padded. And, and the Callisto Storm fight, I mean, they've got history. Like, at some point, Storm was, like, leading Callisto's group because she beat her in combat. So I guess, guess an X-Men callback. But it just was not that exciting. And great, her powers. <laughs> I keep going back to Callisto because I just I hate that character. But, like, her powers are enhanced senses, right? So it's, like, great. Now she can smell better. And, yeah. And the thing is, she's know, already complaining like, about how things stink. <laughs> Now she's in yep. big trouble. She's gonna have. She's not gonna be able to focus on anything with that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. You, you, and even then, you just have these little asides that maybe people would like a little more than than I would. But you even have, you know, like you said, there's always mention of, of Wanda in any book, anyway. But even with that, you get saucier, right? There's saucier. You get Nimrod mentioned, which you think is going to be the big thing from the Hellions book. Uh, with with Nanny, and you know you end up with you know Cannonball and Celine and Mask all pissed off while you have Callisto and I'm just like eh yeah. So by I'm the interested end- in the Hellfire Ball, but I'm not interested in the planning and seeing the chef and seeing the fashion designer. It's kind of like, eh. the fashion designer <laughs> seems to be like the the big you know he comes in. Oh my goodness, we're gonna yeah. do this. He's okay, and and. You know, saucier with that, we're going to have humans. Oh, my. And and that, I think, is there to give you the little foreshadowing of what's going on with who's going to be invited and stuff like that. But even with that, whatever, uh, I am going to give it the same thing I did with Sword. I'm going to give it a six. I, I like the yeah. art. Uh, but, yeah, it's nothing special here. I'm I'm hoping that it picks up next issue. Some of these books are, are having a bit of a time kickstarting back in after Ten of Swords. So hopefully, of, yeah, yeah, hopefully really that's uh, going to get over with. And we can get into the stories again. Um, because and I'm at I think six on this too. So it's not like I totally hate it. D- Dugan's a good writer. It's just kind of a nothing issue, right? Like I could have skipped it. It wouldn't have, I wouldn't have felt and like it, I missed it, anything. It almost shows in my mind that some of these writers were just not like, they weren't ready for the Ten of Swords or, or when they were, they weren't ready for the after effects. And maybe they're not allowed to do too much because that's going to be something Hickman will do in the regular act. I don't know. Yeah. But like I said, they're having problems combining the deal of the ending of ten of swords and getting back to their story and this one you are getting like you're getting back to a story some of these you have new things going so it's a little better but this is like you had that big gap and then and i think that maybe the shinobi thing was there to remind people because it had been a couple i don't i don't know i don't know but it it was down but six out of ten it's not horrible score yeah one other quick comment so the the Crucible, I, th- I felt like that was interesting, right? Because they played up this whole part of, oh, you need to have a sponsor who's going to fight you. And the, and then Storm doesn't show up, so Calista's like, oh, I don't really have my, my uh, murderer. And like five people are like, oh, I'll kill you. I'm happy to kill you. So one, it's kind of funky that these people are so bloodthirsty. <laughs> I mean, I, I get that they understand that they can come back, and so maybe death doesn't mean the same thing to them, but it's a little bizarre. And then two, it's just apparently it doesn't matter if you have your sponsor, because anyone in the audience will just step up and take care of you yeah and 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 what i also like about that is uh for some reason mask was pissed mask wanted to be involved I mean, you know like really are you that yeah. fired up to to get yep. in there but yeah you have that going on 
But, it, you know, weird. whatever. It's, it's okay. But I hope that it gets a little better again because it was one of my three favorite books of the line. It's starting to kind of be like, eh, I like it enough. I don't hate it, but it's not doing enough for me. But that's that. So thank you for joining me on this catch-up deal. Hopefully people enjoyed this. And as we always say, go over to our Twitter at WS Marvel. What is it? WS Marvel Comics, right? Yes. And also our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. And you can go check out our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Weird Science. And just another little shout-out that we started doing more video reviews. I, I think I'm going to start doing some of the X-Men reviews. So that, that YouTube is a tough game. People get mad at you. Like, if I get on and I'm like, yeah, I kind of like this a 6 out of 10, I get hate from both sides. The, the, the people who want to hate things on YouTube, like, they have to hate it to the point where they're ready to go and fight an army of people. And then the other people, nothing's wrong with it. I never see a lot of in-between. I get a lot of shade for it. So, But there you go. Go over to Weird Science Comics on YouTube. All the links are in the show notes. And, uh, yeah, yeah, check that out. Thank you, Ruben, for joining me. And we will go for now. Talk to you later.